Guess who's back? That's right. I am back again on the podcast. Thank you so much for your patience while I spent some time kind of wrapping my head around the future of this podcast and my marketing efforts in general. If you've been a longtime listener, you probably know that I recently redid the entire SEO Made Simple course. I completely updated like 80% of the videos. So yay, that was a huge accomplishment. I'm super proud of that. And now the course is back open again for sale. I redid my marketing funnel. So in the past, I only allowed people who were on my email list to watch my free masterclass and enroll in the course. And I wasn't totally happy with that experience from the customer perspective. So I didn't like that people had to sign up for a wait list in order to get access to the content because I felt like the people who were excited and ready to join now were sort of forced to unnecessarily wait and perhaps some of them chose to enroll in something else during that time period um, for like no really good reason, right? So I didn't love that part of the sales funnel that I had previously created. So I took away the wait list. And what I did instead was make a publicly available free masterclass training. So it's essentially the same training that I had previously. I did update it slightly and make a few tweaks. Uh, And now anyone can watch that at any time. And you might be wondering, okay, well, if anyone can watch the masterclass at any time and then sign up to the course, like where's the um, the urgency? What's the reason for someone to sign up now versus at any, any old time, right? Because we know that there needs to be some sort of reason to push people over the edge to want to take action and join. Um, if they know it's available literally at any time in the future, the chances that someone will actually sign up goes way down. So instead what I've done is I've increased the regular price of the course, If someone wants to enroll later at any time, the course is going to cost $2,997. But when they watch this masterclass, they have a five-day window to learn more about the course and sign up at the discounted price of $1,997, which if you've been following along, you know that's sort of the new price that I had intended the course to be. So there is a discount where people can enroll at this discounted price, which is really the price that I like to sell the course at. And then if they're not ready to enroll during that exciting, like five-day period when they watch the class and they learn all about me, that's totally fine. They can enroll later in the future. It's just going to be at a slightly higher price of $2,997. So there's the urgency there to help people make a decision with the discount, but it's time limited. They have five days to make that choice and no worries if it's not right for them at that time. The doors are always open later, just at the regular higher price. So that's the model I'm testing out now. I've also been sort of mulling over the idea of launching a membership to go alongside of the course with sort of additional topics that I think bloggers and online business owners need to know how to do to run a successful online business. However, we are going to be trying for another baby soon. and I'm just a little worried about like uh, jumping into a huge project that requires consistent content creation when life may get a lot busier and crazy soon. So yeah, pending. I have the sales page built out. I have the pricing model all set up and I have it all planned out. I'm just like scared for some reason to press go. So um, instead, what I'm focusing on right now is exploring a little bit on YouTube. So I'm going back and most of my solo podcast episodes that are still sort of on topic with blogging and SEO and online business, I'm re-recording them and doing video versions and those are gonna live on YouTube and the YouTube videos are what's gonna get sent out 
uh, on my email list rather than the podcast episodes. And then I am fleshing out actual written SEO optimized blog content to go around with each of them as well. So I'm sort of triple dipping. (laughs) I'm doing blogging, YouTube videos, and podcast audio all three for my evergreen pieces of content. And the strategy here is to, yes, connect via audio on the podcast for those of you who love this this channel, and I love it as well. I love I love podcasting. Um, but then I'm also doing YouTube so that I have a better chance of getting discovered through search, video search, because let's face it, there is no podcast search. So unless people already know about this podcast or someone recommended it to them, there's almost no way for me to get found organically. And that sucks, right? That's not a smart strategy. So that's why I'm adding the YouTube component piece. So you may notice over the next few months uh, that I am talking about things that you may have heard me talk about before on the podcast, but they're going to be fresh audio. I'm re-recording everything for YouTube, so it won't be exactly the same, but if things sound familiar, that's why. I'm trying to go back and like re-optimize the evergreen content that I have to better reach people and expand my audience. And then if you are someone who prefers to read, well, good news for you as well, because instead of just kind of doing the lazy route of copy pasting the transcript onto my website for these podcast episodes, I am actually going to be writing legit blog posts around these topics. So that is what's happening moving forward. I'm going to be sharing my results as always on how this goes. Um, Oh yeah, and then the other thing I'm doing that I should mention, I am finally going on Instagram. So I am experimenting with the world of short form video. I've been filming some reels. Um, I'm also gonna play around with posting them on TikTok and YouTube shorts. And I will, as always, let you know how that goes as well. And these are the sort of things that I'm playing around with. I always like to play around with things and test them before I ever teach them. So some of the stuff that I'm experimenting with, I'm doing so obviously to grow my brand, but also to try new things and monitor what's working and not working so I could share them with you. So yeah, that is what's happening in the world of the unconventional RD. Um, But anyway, this podcast episode is sort of a re-recording of a popular episode from a couple years ago called The Three Blogging Business Models, Which One Are You? So in this episode, I cover the three blogging business models. This is something we talk about in the beginning of my SEO Made Simple course as well. It's something I added in when I redid the course in 2021 um, because I felt like there was some confusion around people not understanding the path they were taking with their blogs. Like they didn't understand what their end goal was, so they weren't able to create the right type of content to get to their goals. So I added this in the beginning of the course, um, some videos on this topic to make sure that people were really dialed in on understanding the type of content they needed to create to reach the goals that apply to their specific blogging business model. So without further ado, let's dive into the three blogging business models, figure out exactly which one applies to you and the action steps that you need to take in order to see real growth and increases to your business's bottom line in each of these models. Welcome to the Unconventional RD Podcast, where we inspire dietitians to think outside of the traditional employment box and create their own unconventional income streams. We'll talk all things online business to help you start, grow, and scale your own digital empire. So the question I'm here to talk to you about today, and it's really a super common one, is how the heck can blogging help me grow my audience? 
And even more specifically, how does it actually help me make more money? So after watching this video today, you'll walk away with, number one, a clear understanding of the three different blogging business models that exist out there and how blogging, i.e. publishing written content on your website, can help you make money in different ways with each model. I want you to be able to confidently classify yourself into one of these three blogging business models and know exactly how you could use blogging to kickstart your business. Because before you dive in and start creating content willy-nilly, it is critical to understand the bigger picture goals and make sure that the content you're creating is in alignment with those monetization goals. Skipping this step is one of the biggest mistakes I see people making in the online business and blogging space. So let's not have that be you. So what are the three blogging business models? Let's go over each of them one at a time. Once you know which model applies to you, then we can talk about the specific strategies you need in order to implement and grow your audience online, because the answer is not the same for everyone. And I believe lack of clarity around this topic is the number one reason dietitians and wellness professionals get frustrated, burnt out, and fed up when trying to blog or attract people to their websites online. They're simply focusing on the wrong things because they didn't take the time to understand the bigger picture first. So let's review those three blogging business models. Business model number one, the publisher model. This model is for you if... In your dream world, you'd be focused on content creation and make money relatively passively with display ads, affiliate links, or sponsored content. You don't really have an interest in selling. If that's you, this is a great model for you. You'd rather write all day and have your earnings automatically deposited in your bank account every single month. Examples of bloggers using this business model include food bloggers, mommy bloggers, travel bloggers, lifestyle bloggers, and more. Basically anyone who makes money from ads on their site, affiliate links, and maybe sponsored content. The pros of the publisher model include, number one, your blog is your business. Your full focus is on creating content. Number two, you don't have to worry about selling products or services. Number three, as your blog grows, you may hire a team of writers and editors. And number four, this business model is more passive than selling digital goods, products, or services. There are some cons to the publisher model, though. They may include, number one, it can take longer to create a full-time income since you'll need to get a lot of website traffic. Number two, your income streams are tied to your traffic levels, which are not directly under your control oftentimes. Number three, since you're not selling your own products or services, you are at the whim of other companies' advertising budgets. So what do you think? Does the publisher model apply to you? If not, let's move on to blogging business model number two, the online business model. This model is for you if, in your dream world, you'd sell digital goods, create an online course, run a membership site, something like that for your audience. You'd love to run an entirely virtual business with leveraged income streams that don't require your direct one-on-one -on -one time. You will most likely need to hire a team at some point in order to scale and grow with this model. For example, nutrition professionals who run online courses or membership sites and earn money by selling these things directly to their audience are using the online business model. The pros of the online business model include, number one, this model is perfect if you love teaching and have a proprietary process to help people achieve a desired outcome. 
Number two, it's a great option if you already have an audience elsewhere, like on social media, to sell to, because the audience is key in order to make money in this model. Number three, this business model is usually very profitable, and you have full control over the assets you're selling. That's not to say there are not any cons, though. The cons of the online business model include... Selling things online requires an engaged audience that trusts you, which does take time to build. Number two, in this model, your blog is a marketing channel for your business, but it's not your whole business. And it's a lot of work to create and maintain both paid and free content. And you will need to learn other skills such as email marketing in order to succeed. So what do you think? Does the online business model apply to you? If not, stick around because we still have one more model to review. Blogging business model number three, the services model. This model is for you if, in your dream world, you would work with clients one-on-one. You want to build a blog and an online presence in order to get more clients. You'd love to run a service-based business, like a virtual private practice or coaching business, and hire a team of practitioners as your business grows. You might expand to other revenue streams later, but you'd like to master individual client work first. For example, private practice dietitians who want to move online and start seeing more clients one-on-one virtually would fall into this model. The pros of the services model include, number one, blogging can be a highly effective way to bring in customers who will purchase your services. Number two, sales can be relatively easy to make with this model since services or done-for-you offers are almost always in demand. Number three, this business model can be lucrative, but there is a limit on how many hours you can personally work one-on-one. The cons of the services model include, it takes time to grow your audience and build trust through blog content. In this model, like the online business model, your blog will be a marketing channel for your business. It's not your whole business. And this is a way less passive model since you you are trading your time for money and may need to do high-touch things like discovery calls in order to close your clients. And number four, this is not a great fit for insurance-based businesses due to complications with HIPAA and digital marketing. And if you are providing services that are only applicable to a limited geographic area, like medical nutrition therapy, for example, a large percentage of the audience that will find you online may not actually be able to work with you since they can discover your content through Google from anywhere in the country or even the world. So in that scenario, I highly recommend creating digital goods or other offers to serve people outside of your geographic area. So does the services model apply to you? As you can see, all three of these business models are valid business opportunities, but they are also very different and require different types of content creation and focus. What often happens is new online entrepreneurs just get so excited about all the opportunities out there and they want to do all the things. So off they go, publishing blog posts, creating recipes, writing about anything under the sun. They have huge goals. They want to join an ad network. They want to make money from affiliate links. They want to sell eBooks, launch an online course, maybe even have a membership site. Oh, and they still want to see clients one-on-one. And yes, you can do all of these things eventually if you want to, but you cannot do all of them well all at once, straight out of the gate. That's like jumping on a horse and trying to ride off in four different directions at once, aka you end up getting nowhere, right? You need clarity and focus in your business. You need to know what you're trying to accomplish first so you can check that off the list when you get there and then tackle more things after that if you desire. And what you're trying to accomplish is going to vary depending on which business model you fall into. 
if you're in the publisher model, you need traffic to your website. The more eyeballs, the better, since that's what's going to earn you more ad revenue, affiliate income, and sponsored brand work. Online business model and services model, you are actually selling something, either an online product or a service. So you don't want just any old people coming to your website. You need the right people coming to your website. You need people who would be interested in buying from you, right? See how those are two very different needs? Publishers need to create content around topics that lots of people are searching for on the internet because they want to attract a large volume of people. They should also be publishing as frequently as possible since more content is going to equal more money. Online business owners and service providers that are selling something need to create content around topics that their specific customers would be searching for, even if the volume of searches is lower because they need the right people reading their content in order to successfully pitch their products and services. They may not need to create content as often since creating targeted content is more important than creating large volumes of content in this scenario. They also probably need to master some other skill sets such as email marketing, maybe discovery calls, etc., to really convert people from passive readers to customers. But in all of these scenarios, whether you want to make more money from your content or from selling products and services, you still need an audience. And that is where the power of blogging comes in. Once you understand how to create content that attracts the right audience to your site, the potential is endless. You can do some research to understand what people search for online and then create content around those topics so that when people search for something, you are what shows up at the top of the search results. So here's a fun example. I used to run a nutrition membership site and I created a blog that went alongside it with the goal of attracting paying customers to that membership site. So on that blog, we posted articles on nutrition topics that were related to the topics covered in the membership site. 10 months later, after launching that blog with just 10 posts on the site, we were getting over 20,000 people to the website every single month. And with that success, I was earning hundreds of dollars per month in passive affiliate income, aka earning money when people purchase products that I mentioned inside my blog posts. And a full 40% of new members that we got for the membership site every month were people who found us through blog posts that they found via Google searches. And that was with posting just one new blog post a month. So content creation does not have to consume your life in order to get good results. All you need is to understand what you are trying to accomplish in your business and then start creating the right type of content to meet those goals. So your assignment today after listening to this is to really sit down and try to get some clarity on your business goals. Which virtual business model do you fall under? Publisher, online business, or services? Knowing that, what type of content do you need to create in order to achieve your business goals? If you can answer those two questions, you are already miles ahead of other new bloggers and online business owners. So I'm going to leave you with those two questions to ponder over today, but I would love to continue this conversation inside my free Facebook group. I will post a link to the Unconventional RD community below this video. And inside the group, you can share which blogging business model you fit into and hopefully connect with others in the same boat. I hope you have a great day and I can't wait to continue this conversation with you.